0: Yeah hey. reading joshua 1
1: through 8 and 23 through 24 be strong and have good courage you guys the stories from the old testament this week are so good it's exciting and it feels just like a movie the cool thing is these stories these miraculous stories actually happened in real life we are so excited to share them with you this week
2: In a world where God's people are wandering in the wilderness. The towering impenetrable walls of Jericho stand before them. Where spies are hunted and unlikely heroes emerge. Now only a deep and wild river separates them from the promised land. Will our heroes conquer their goal? To a Bible near you in 1400 BC, viewer discretion is advised.
1: Okay, so here's what happens Joshua, he's the new prophet called to lead the people of Israel. And they enter the promised land, and God tells Joshua that he's going to give him the city of Jericho. But there's a problem Jericho is full of wicked, strong men, and there are huge stone walls all around it, and it's pretty much impenetrable. That sounds pretty tough. What was Joshua supposed to do? Well, one way the Lord helped Joshua to prepare for the challenge he faced was by encouraging him to meditate on the scriptures day and night. Mom, can we play the game day or night? Sure. The game day or night is a game where we play nocturnal versus diurnal animal noises.
0: Nocturnal animals are
1: animals that are awake at night. Diurnal animals are animals that are awake during the day. Listen to these sounds and try to guess if they're coming from a day or night animal. Ready? <coughs> Are you nocturnal or diurnal? Well, we should be both according to the scriptures. Remember, one way the Lord helped Joshua to prepare for the challenges he faced was by encouraging him to meditate on the scriptures day and night. I want you guys to think about how much time you spend each day on various activities. Think about just an average day and call out how much time you spend doing the following activities. (laughs)
0: Sleeping. Eating. Doing school work, Playing with siblings or friends. Driving in a car. Reading their scriptures. watching shows, playing games,
1: praying. The Lord told Joshua that if he meditated on the scriptures day and night, basically keeping the word of God at the top of his mind, that,
3: But thou shalt meditate therein day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success.
0: I love the scripture in First Nephi that's similar. The blessings that we get from the words in the scriptures are amazing.
3: And I said unto them that it was the word of God, and whoso would hearken unto the word of God, and would hold fast unto it, they would never perish. Neither could the temptations and the fiery darts of the adversary overpower them unto blindness to lead them away to destruction.
1: How can meditating on the scriptures help us have success in the other things we do each day? I want you guys to think about that.
0: Okay, back to our story about Joshua. What does he do? I would be nervous to have to try to take over a city like Jericho.
1: Well, the Lord tells him this.
3: As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee nor forsake thee. Be strong and of a good courage, for unto this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance the land, which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Only be thou strong and very courageous.
1: And it's the same for us. We should make up a song to help us remember that. Good idea. Let's sing an echo song. Our friend's mom will sing a line. And then you guys are going to repeat the line with Addie and Elsie. Are you ready? As I was with Moses. As I was with
0: Moses. So I will be with thee. So I will be with thee. Courage. be strong and have a good courage be strong have a good courage be strong have a good
1: courage okay back to our amazing story from this week so joshua thinks about what he's read in the scriptures and he takes courage knowing that the lord is with him he decides to send two spies into jericho to find out the best way to defeat the city So the spies snuck inside the walls. While they were scoping things out, they stayed at an inn owned by a harlot named Rahab. Well, someone inside Jericho noticed the spies and they told the king about them. So the king sends for Rahab and he tells her to bring them the spies. What do you think she does? Turn them in? No, she hides them. She took them up on her roof and she hid them under some tall flax stalks. And then she sends the king's army on a wild goose chase in the wrong direction. She came back to her house and she told the men this. I know that the Lord hath given you the land. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when ye came out of Egypt. And as soon as we had heard these things, our hearts did melt. For the Lord your God, he is God in heaven above and in earth beneath. Now therefore I pray you, swear unto me by the Lord, since I have showed you kindness, that ye will also show kindness unto my father's house, and that ye will save alive my father and my mother, and my brethren, and my sisters, and all that they have, and deliver our lives from death.
2: And the men answered her, Our life for yours, if you utter not this our business, and it shall be when the Lord hath given us the land, that we will deal kindly and truly with thee.
1: Rahab, she actually lived on the wall, on the town wall. So she threw a red corded rope out her window and she had the men climb down the city wall. Then she told them to hide in the mountains for three days because she had sent the army out the gates looking for them. So she gave the spies directions of how to escape without the army finding them. The two men told her, hey, when we come into the land to conquer it, Put this red corded rope in your window and we'll tell every Israelite that this house is protected and no one inside will be harmed. So the spies left. They hid in the mountains for three days before they returned to Joshua to report what they had seen. Rahab immediately bound the red cord in her window and she gathered in all of her families and friends. Even though she knew it would be at least three days and probably longer until the city would be taken over, she did it right then. I wish all of us would be like that. Being immediately obedient to do things that we know will protect us rather than procrastinating is an important thing.
0: Okay, now let's talk about the next miraculous part of this story. Do you think the Red Sea is the only body of water that has been split by the Lord? Think again!
4: God said that it was time for them to enter the Promised Land. So Joshua got up early the next morning, and the Israelites traveled toward the Jordan River, which separated them from the Promised Land, the land of Canaan. They camped next to the river for three days. Then the officers told everyone that it was almost time to cross the river. They gave the people instructions. Set out when you see the priest carrying the Ark of the Covenant. Make yourselves clean. God is going to do great things tomorrow. God told Joshua to command the priest carrying the Ark of the Covenant to stand in the water at the edge of the Jordan River. Joshua told all of the Israelites to gather closely and listen. God is here with us, Joshua said. He will defeat our enemies for us. When the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant stand in the river, the water will stop. The moved into the river and the water stopped and stood in a heap on one side. All of the people crossed the Jordan on dry ground. After everyone had crossed, God told Joshua to choose one man from each of the twelve tribes of Israel. Each man was to take a stone from the middle of the river and set them down where the Israelites would spend the night. The stones were a sign so that when children asked them, What do these stones mean? The people could tell them what God had done for them, stopping the water so they could cross the river.
1: What I love about that story is how the water didn't split until the priests actually stepped into the water. That took faith. Think about it. If the prophet told you, hey, here's this huge, super deep, super fast flowing water, but the Lord's gonna split it and you're gonna walk across on dry land. But you need to start walking through the water first before it splits. Would you believe him? Sometimes in order to experience miracles, we have to show the Lord that we have faith in him and take that first step. I love the part about the stones they kept to remember the miracle by. Have you guys ever had something miraculous happen to you? It would be cool to get a rock from outside and write or paint on it to help you remember that miracle. You could put that rock somewhere, you could see it every day, and then you'll remember Christ is our rock and our redeemer, and nothing is impossible.
0: Okay, next crazy part of this story.
2: 40 years after God led his family out of Egypt and through the desert, he chose Joshua to lead them to an amazing home he had promised them called Canaan. Now Canaan wasn't their home yet, not really, See, people lived there already, in a big city called Jericho. They had heard how God parted the Red Sea and rained down food from heaven for His family. They had heard how God had led His family with a cloud during the day and a pillar of fire at night. And they realized that if God wanted His family to move into Canaan, He would do something remarkable to get them there. So they were ready for an epic fight. In the past, that had really scared God's family. But here's the thing. God knew Jericho looked scary for his family, so when it was time to go, he reminded Joshua that he was in control. God said, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid, do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Joshua might have felt afraid, but he chose to be strong and courageous. Have you ever done something you know is right, even though you were scared? Anyway, for a while, God's family camped out waiting to go in, wondering how to get through Jericho's walls. Then one night, Joshua looked up and saw a man standing in front of him. He was holding a sword and looked ready for battle, but Joshua didn't recognize him. He asked, Are you on our side or our enemy's side? The man said, Neither. I'm on the Lord's side. At that moment, Joshua realized that it was God appearing as a soldier. He fell on his face and worshipped him. God was definitely with them, and would lead the Israelites into Jericho. Well, after that, God told Joshua how to get through Jericho's walls. Here's what he told Joshua to do. March around the city once every day for six days. Have seven priests get trumpets made out of ram's horns and carry them. On the seventh day, march around the city seven times. The priests should blow the trumpets during the march. When they blow a long blast, all the men should shout. Then the walls will fall. Joshua might have wondered how walking and yelling would make walls fall, but he didn't question God. He trusted God, so he obeyed. And guess what? At the last trumpet blast, the walls fell, just like God said they would. God promised not to leave his family, and he didn't. He helped them get through an impossible wall and move into their new and beautiful home.
1: All right, I want you guys to imagine for a moment that you are one of the Israelite soldiers. For six days, you've been circling the city and nothing has happened. You're walking in circles. It's like the epitome of lack of progress. It wasn't until the seventh time they circled the city that the miracle happened and the walls finally came down. My question to you is, would you keep walking even when it doesn't feel like it's working? Let's test you. When you hear this marching sound, I want you to march. If you're in your car, you can just pat your hands on your lap like it's footsteps. Let's see if you get sick of marching before your miracle. (laughs) The Lord has promised us a miracle, but it might not happen right away. And we have to continue walking forward with faith. Do you have the faith that God will perform miracles in your life? Everything the Lord did for the Israelites, he will do for you. Everything the Lord did in the past, these amazing stories, these amazing miracles, he will and can do in the future. We need to expect miracles. Let's listen to what our prophets said about that.
3: seek and expect miracles. Moroni assured us that God has not ceased to be a God of miracles. Every book of Scripture demonstrates how willing the Lord is to intervene in the lives of those who believe in Him. He parted the Red Sea for Moses, helped Nephi retrieve the brass plates, and restored the Church through the Prophet Joseph Smith. Each of these miracles took time and may not have been exactly what those individuals originally requested from the Lord. In the same way, the Lord will bless you with miracles if you believe in Him. Doubting nothing, do the spiritual work to seek miracles prayerfully ask God to help you exercise that kind of faith. I promise that you can experience for yourself that Jesus Christ giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. Few things will accelerate your spiritual momentum more and realizing the Lord is helping you to move a mountain in your life. That's
0: all we have for this week. Does our podcast bring value to you and your family's Come Follow Me studies? We'd love to hear from you. Please leave us a review. It helps other people to find us, and the more people we can gather into safety, just like Rahab did, the better. Have a great week, and until next time... Stay on the, on
3: the economy. Economy.